0: Wherever people are joining this service from, from all over the world, different cities of our nation, different cities of many nations of the world, we ask that your presence will pervade and permeate the atmosphere of every home, every office, every heart that will partake of this service today. We thank you for your divine hand of safety You are the keeper of Israel. You never sleep, you never slumber. We thank you for keeping us. We thank you for guiding us even through this trying time. We thank you for everyone that you have healed. We thank you for people who still have symptoms right now who are going through their healing process. We ask that you do a quick walk and cut it short in righteousness. We thank you for keeping us even in cities where we have been shut in. Thank you for all that you are doing. We know that you are working everything out for our good. And on this resurrection morning, we choose to rejoice. We choose to celebrate that which you did on our behalf many years ago. And because of your death and your resurrection, we know that we have victory all of the time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In the precious name of Jesus. Lift your hand to Jesus and bless him wherever you may be right now. Lift your hands to him and just bless him and appreciate him and thank him for his many blessings. Thank him. He's our keeper. He's our keeper. We thank you, Father. We bless you. We give you glory and we give you praise. Have you said Happy Easter to anyone? Happy Easter Sunday to anyone around you? Please go ahead, greet your family, greet your friends, and if you are alone, uh, uh, just, just, just. Uh, shout out to us, maybe on the, on the comment platform or however. DM us. Just say happy Easter to somebody. Uh, let somebody know that something great is happening in your life right now because we're celebrating the greatest event in all of human history. Praise God. I said praise the Lord. It's good to be uh, with you in this service. This, this, this day we are having uh, a great time uh, celebrating the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ Uh, the Bible says except the kind of wheat fall to the ground and dies it abides alone but if it if it dies it brings forth much fruit Uh, uh, John 12 and 24 Jesus uh, was saying this to his disciples uh, prophesying or saying something about the things that will happen uh, after his death and resurrection and we we, we're grateful to God today that we can celebrate Easter uh, notwithstanding what may be going on, you know, around you, in your city, in your nation, uh, I, I want you to know that our God is good, His mercies endures forever. And this Easter is a special one because it's the time that we're spending in rest, that we're spending, you know, while we, 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 we're not going about too much activities. So it, it, it's a great Easter that gives us room for a lot of reflection and thinking back, on god's goodness and what is ahead of us uh, because god is about to do something uh, that will uh, cause every hair that hears it to, to tingle you know uh, to, that that will cause our heart to be overwhelmed even as we go into a new season i have a witness in my heart uh, that this pandemic uh, has come to slow things down for us to observe uh, observe sabbath if i can put it that way and I a rethink about many things. God spoke to us at the beginning of this year that this is a year of new beginnings. And I realize uh, that God has a way of fulfilling his word. And as we, as we refresh, as we reset this season, and especially as we then celebrate uh, the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, I believe that there shall be a new beginning in your life, there shall be a new beginning in your family, a new beginning in your business. And I prophesy over somebody's business today, that business will not die. It will experience a new beginning in the name of Jesus. That career is not dying. It's experiencing a new beginning. Because what is ahead of you is greater than what is behind you. And in this critical juncture in destiny where everything seems to be going through uh, or slowing down, where God is pressing a pause on the entire Uh, uh, world that we live in today is because he wants to do something new. He wants to do something new. So I'm encouraging somebody this morning as we celebrate Easter and as as I bring you this great word this morning that you should know that God is about to launch you into a season of undeniable encounters that will signal something new in your life. If your heart has been downcasted, if you have been down, it's time to arise again the same way Jesus rose this day many years ago. You need to speak to everything around your life. While you downcast, oh my soul, put your hope in God, you shall rise again. Your marriage is rising again. Something is rising again in your life. The same way, if death could not hold Jesus down in the grave, there's no death that can hold anything around you down in the grave. So I speak over you this morning that the resurrection power of Jesus Christ is coming upon your home. And there shall be a mighty resurrection of anything that may be going down around you in the precious name of Jesus. Now, it's important uh, as we start out this morning, uh, I, I want to greet everyone from all around the world, especially our folks from. Uh, from, from the Canada Church, the Community Church, joining us, and different online communities that we have around the cities of the world in Europe, in North America, in the Far East, in the Middle East, in, in Asia, in Australia, wherever you may be joining us from today, I want to welcome you very, very special. I'm going to be reading. I have a short time to to to, uh, to share the Word of God with us from Matthew 28, from verse 1 to 8. We are celebrating the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, uh, which are the two most significant events in human history. Matthew 28 from verse one to eight, the Bible says, "Now, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began be, uh, began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it his countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow and the angel and the the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men but the angel answered and said to the woman do not be afraid for i know you seek Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. Can you hear me tell somebody around to say he's not here? For he is risen. Uh, as he said, he's uh, uh, risen as he said. This is a confirmation of what Jesus already said. He said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that is risen from the dead, and indeed is going before you into Galilee, there you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, and ran to bring his disciples the word. The Lord blessed the reading of his word. This scripture Describe this undeniable experience. Some people around the world may still be trying to deny this experience. They did really die. And even if he died, he crucified him, they did resurrect. Jesus, in many parts of the scriptures, spoke ahead of this, saying things like, If you pull down this temple, I will raise it up in three days. And they, they, some of them did not understand what he was talking about. They said, "The kind of wheat fell to the ground and died." It abides alone. John 12:24, that I quoted earlier on. This, I mean, the, so the Bible is replete with Jesus Himself talking about His death and resurrection. In John chapter one, uh, and I think verse twenty, John saw Him, and he said, "Behold, the Lamb of God, who took away the sins of the world." John, uh, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He, 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 he described what was going to happen or who Jesus is. John 1 and 29. John 1 and verse 29. He, he, he described the, 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 what you will call the, the, the person of Jesus or the essence of his coming. He came to take away the sins of the world. The Lamb of God, and if you call him the Lamb of God, um, the, the one notable thing they did with lambs those days was that uh, they, they killed lambs for sacrifices. They sacrificed lambs. And um, also in, in, in Exodus you know, chapter 12, uh, when, when you read, uh, I think from about verse 12 there, you see that uh, God gave Moses the instruction that the Jews should kill uh, 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 the lambs and put the blood on the doorposts. In verse 12 of Exodus chapter 12, he said, For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and will strike all the firstborn in the land, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. This was a, a, a warfare statement. It was not, we're not joking here. He said, I'm the Lord. The Jehovah Sabor, the man of war. I'm going to fight against your enemy. I'm going to deal with Egypt. And you know, after the 10th plague, this happened. God moved through Egypt. The Bible says in verse 13 there of Exodus 12, Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. I mean, I can can go on and on, and God instituted the Passover from that point and gave them specific instructions. But this was what John saw in the spirit. The same way that every household had to slaughter a lamb for sacrifice and put the blood on the doorpost to escape the plague in Egypt, to escape the spirit of death in Egypt, the same way John saw Jesus and said, Behold the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world. And if he took away the sins of the world, then the same way plagues pass over them in Egypt, plagues will also pass over us from time to time. Can I get somebody to say amen to that? Yeah. Is the Lamb of God the number one sin, I mean, sorry, the number one issue, problem of humanity is not COVID-19. Many plagues have come and gone. In fact, COVID-19 cannot be compared to any of the plagues in Egypt. It's not as, as later or deadly as the kind of plagues that they experience in Egypt. It's not even as, as, as deadly as even the last plague that we had in this part of the world. Maybe mainly in Africa, Ebola. So, this season is not the most significant, you may think, is the most important thing that you have seen ever since you were born. Because we have not witnessed anything that will shut down our planet. But uh, I want to let you know that man's greatest problem is the sinful nature. Jesus, when he hung on the cross, he paid the ultimate price. For us to be able to live above sin and its attendant effects in our lives. And any other thing that will come as an offshoot of man's undoing as an offshoot of, you know, of, of man's indiscipline, man's inability to control himself and control his flesh. Jesus paid the price for all this. So uh, uh, there are many undeniable demonstrations of God's power in the Scriptures that held the disciples to a point where they were able to die for what they believed. Because of all these undeniable proofs, starting from the Old Testament, the plague in Egypt, if you have the opportunity to meet Pharaoh, Pharaoh of old, whether in this part of, of heaven or on the other side, and ask him, ask him, ask him, please. Ask him about the power of God. And he will tell you he has never seen any harassment like that before in his life. God sometimes wants to re-divine superpower to us. Pharaoh was the superpower of the day. Egypt was a superpower. Now many nations are shaking. They may have uh, uh, power the power of the gun, the power of jet fighters and different things, but with everything, even nucle- the people who are, fight, who are boasting with nuclear weapons, just small COVID-19 came now. Everybody has sat down. Yeah, We have, we have had peace for how many months now? Like two months. <laughs> yeah. God has a way of redefining the real Himself for us to understand that He is the real superpower, he is the real deal. And when, when how, how does He do that? He does that with undeniable encounters, undeniable encounters, undeniable encounters. Pharaoh needed the plagues to so know that our God is not a joke. God is not a joke. In Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4, when you read from verse 13, the, the, in the New Testament, they, they, they saw undeniable proof of God's power. They said now they saw the boldness of Peter and John and they, they perceived that they were ignorant and unlighted men, but what they have seen was that they had been uh, with, with, with Christ. And then when you read further there, uh, uh, the Bible says in verse 14, it says, seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against them. This is undeniable. They could say nothing against them. But when they had commanded them to go aside, out of the council, they conferred amongst themselves, saying, look at what they were saying. What shall we do to this man? For indeed that a notable, undeniable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem. And we cannot, <laughs> we cannot deny it. We cannot deny it. We cannot. All true scriptures, you see how God will manifest himself in such a way that even atheists will not be able to deny that this is out of the ordinary. That's the benefit of Easter. That's what we have come to celebrate today. The undeniable power of God that raised Jesus from the dead. And that power is still available today. And this is the season for you and I to trust God for undeniable encounters in our lives. As we celebrate Easter this year, in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, God still wants to manifest himself. He still wants to blow our mind. He still wants to show himself as the God of all flesh with whom all things are possible the God of all flesh with whom all things are possible. Thomas of old, Thomas Didymus, the twins, or one of the disciples of Jesus said, except I see the hole in his hand and I touch his side, I will not believe. And in John chapter 20, Jesus showed up to him when you read from verse 24. He said, just because I know there are different kinds of human beings. Blessed are the ones who did not see and believe, but I have provision for the people who will Wait for their own experience. So he showed up to Thomas and said, This is my hand. Touch. This is my side. Touch. And see what did Thomas do when when, 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 when he saw, I think, verse 26 or 28. Thomas answered in verse 28 and said to him, My Lord and my God. And he went on his knees. <laughs> Literally. The Bible may not have written it like that, but you can't be saying, My Lord and my God understand it. Wherever you are hearing me and you are watching this service from today, I need you to understand that God wants to give you undeniable experiences in your marriage, in your business, even post-COVID-19 that will bring you to your knees, that you will be able to say, you are my Lord and you are my God. Because the things that you are doing in my life, only you can do this kind of thing. This is not because of my wisdom. This is not because I'm strong. This is not because I have connections. This is not because of anything, but because the resurrection power of Jesus Christ is available in my life. Say amen, somebody. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. In 1 John 1 and verse 1, you know, uh, the writer of the book of uh, uh, John was saying there, that which was from the beginning, which we have had, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. There was something they saw undeniable encounters. You know, all the people that were killed, all the martyrs, they had the opportunity sometimes to even escape. Stephen could have escaped. I hope you understand what I'm saying. But he stayed. Just the same way the apostle said in Acts 4 there, when you read further, you know what they told them when you read further. They said, ah, uh, we, we, cannot, we cannot say we did not see what we have seen. Yeah. So they threatened them, and they said they must not talk again in the name of Jesus. But they said, no, we cannot say we did not see what we have seen. That's what this apostle was talking about here too. He said, the things that we have seen, that we have taught, that we have handled of the word of life, those things are the things I will present to you. It's time for somebody joining this service today to come into an agreement with God that in my lifetime, I will be able to say, according to 1 John 1, 1, that the things which I have handled, that I have seen of the word of life, That's what I'll pass to the next generation. That I will not have empty stories. In two years' time, in three years' time, what kind of stories will you be telling about COVID-19? Will you say it came and wiped me out, wiped everything around me out, wiped my business out, and scattered my family? Or will you say that our God is a good God? Will you say, despite it all, the God that raised Jesus from the dead came true for me because I released my faith. And God moved on my behalf. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. As I start to wrap this all up, it's on, with this, on this premise that I want to encourage someone here, someone joining this service today that it's time we crave for encounters in these trying times. It's time that we trust God for certain undeniable experiences. And I'm going to go through maybe about four of them quickly, in quick succession. Things that you and I need to trust God for in this season. First one is undeniable divine direction for, div- for destiny fulfillment. Undeniable divine direction for destiny fulfillment. The type that. Paul had on the road to Damascus. In Acts of the Apostles chapter 9, when you read from verse 1, Paul, who was Saul of Tarsus, on the road to Damascus, had an encounter with Jesus. Undeniable encounter. The Bible says in verse 1, Saul, still breathing, threats. Mother, and mother, against the the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked for a a letter uh, from him To the synagogue of Damascus so that if if found any who were of the way, the way, you know, Jesus was called the the truth, you know, the way and all that. So they used to call them of the way, people of the way. He was looking for disciples of Jesus to, you know, hound them down and throw them into jail. Whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Verse 3, and as he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly, somebody says suddenly. Well, come on, say it again. Say, suddenly. Tell somebody around you, say, suddenly. God is about to move in your life. (laughs) Say, suddenly, a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? Because anybody that should strike me down like this must be Lord. Because Jesus did not introduce himself as Lord and King. He was the one that gave him the title, who are you, Lord? (laughs) Then the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the gods. And uh, so he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what do you want from me? What do you want me to do with my life? What do you want to use me for? Undeniable encounter that led to a divine direction for destiny fulfillment. From this point, Saul became Paul. His destiny turned around completely. Something new started to happen in his life. I don't know where you were before COVID-19, before all these things started to happen, but my prayer for you today, that if you are the kind of person who has been on the wrong lane, notwithstanding how how much of passion you are deploying, how much of your knowledge and your resources you have been deploying on the wrong things, I pray for you today, that the God who raised Jesus from the dead will put you on the right lane. In the name of the Lord Jesus that something new will start to happen in your life like it started to happen in the life of, of, of Paul the Apostle. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless your name. Undeniable divine direction for destiny fulfillment. Jesus, the Bible calls him, the, the, it, it says the name was life. And that life was the light of man. And that light shines in darkness. John 1 uh, verse 3 to 5. That light shines in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend it. May the light of Jesus shine upon your heart in the name of the lord jesus also it's time for us to trust god for undeniable wisdom undeniable wisdom and divine strategy undeniable wisdom and divine strategy the time that joseph experienced in egypt that when pharaoh looked at him in Genesis 41 when you read from verse 37 Genesis 41 and verse 37 the bible says so The advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servant, Can you find such a one as this? A man in whom is the spirit of God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you, you shall be. Over my house, and all the people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard of the throne will I be greater than you. I want to announce to somebody joining this service today that there is a place that has been here marked for you. There's a territory for you. There's a seat for you. there, there, There are certain positions, resources, places of authority that God has here marked for you after this season. And I pray for you today that you will encounter undeniable wisdom and strategy in the name of the Lord Jesus. That time that Joseph encountered, the Pharaoh looked at him and said, "Ah, it has to be God in your life. This has to be God in your life. Because only God can give wisdom like this. If you backtrack a little bit, Joseph did not only interpret the dream, he gave the strategy. Church, it's high time we go uh, uh, further from just manifesting the gift of the Spirit in terms of just being able to interpret things, but also we need to be able to provide solutions. It was good enough for, I mean for Joseph to say there will be famine, and seven years of plenty, and seven years of famine. But to be able to give a strategy for food security, in Egypt. A strategy for economic you know, stability in Egypt. Pharaoh was dumbfounded. May God give you that kind of wisdom in your own field of endeavor in the name of the Lord Jesus. That leads to the third thing I want us to trust God for, which is undeniable miracles and divine interventions. When there's a manifestation of undeniable wisdom and strategy, there will be undeniable miracles, undeniable divine interventions. They go hand in hand, undeniable miracles, undeniable divine interventions, favor, preferential treatment. That was how come Joseph, a foreigner, could become a prime minister without anybody talking about what's the constitution of our land, Uh, can uh, a slave, can a foreigner become... Preferential treatment, which we call favor of God. Favor of God will follow the wisdom of God. May the favor of God come upon your life afresh this season. May you enjoy undeniable miracles of divine intervention, of favor, of preferential treatment, of increase. The time we saw in the life of Isaac in Genesis 26, the Bible says there in, in verse number 12, Isaac sowed in the land and in the same year reaped a hundredfold and he became very prosperous, began to prosper. And continued prospering until he became very prosperous that's the hand of God that's the finger of God that's the power of resurrection in manifestation may you experience that kind of a thing this season and in the months and years ahead of us in the name of the Lord Jesus glory be to Jesus and when that happens even enemies come to become to, to be at peace with you Genesis 26 when you read from verse 26 Abimelech came to him and said you know what we cannot second guess the fact that the power of God is available in your life. So the only thing we can do right now is that we come into an accord with you. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. <laughs> we come, we come into an accord with you. Come into an accord with you. Uh, the, they, 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 they became His friend from that point on. They became His friend. Time will not permit me to read that scripture, but you can read it uh, uh, from verse twenty-six to twenty-nine. You see how the favor of God. The undeniable hand of God upon Isaac made him to become a toast of his community. To the end that the people who were against him before now started to come into one accord with him. Lastly today, undeniable radical life transformation. When the power of resurrection is at work in the life of a person, you have undeniable practical life transformation. Radical life transformation. Uh, Peter Peter is a good example for us as we, as we round off on this. In Luke 22 when you read verse 60 Peter said with his mouth I do not know him. Yeah, Luke 22 and verse 60. And Peter said, man I do not know what you are saying. And Immediately the Bible says while he was still speaking the roster uh, crowed." Jesus told Peter you don't have what it takes to really follow me. You will deny me. You know, we are talking about undeniable encounters. At this point, Peter had seen things, but there are certain things that needed to happen in his heart that had not happened. He denied flat, but the same Peter post-resurrection, when he he had an encounter with the resurrected Christ. (laughs) On the day of Pentecost, he was a different person. May you become a new person this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. By Act chapter 2, post-resurrection, Peter, in verse 14 of Act chapter 2, rose up and started to talk boldly. Boldly. Peter, the Bible says, But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you. And heed my words. He was talking with authority. His conviction has gone, you know. To to the highest heavens, he now knew Jesus for himself, not just based on the claim of Jesus. So let it be known to you, and heed my words, for these are not drunk, as you suppose, since it was the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet, when the resurrection power comes upon you and starts to yield radical life transformation, you will be able to say, this is what was spoken. You will be the one giving people interpretation of scriptures, understanding of scriptures. You will be the one who will be able to say, this is what God is doing in our world right now. Peter was the one explaining what Joel had spoken. All the people have written the book of the prophet of Joel, but Peter said, this is what, this is that which was spoken. This is what was spoken by the prophet Joel and started to expantiate the scripture. The same person that would deny Christ flat, after an undeniable experience, Peter became unshakable in his commitment to Christ. I want to speak to everyone today who has been up and down in your emotion. Everyone who has been in and out. the church. Everyone who has been negatively affected by you know the fact that you have not been going to church or even maybe before this time you have slightly cut off from God. You have engaged in things that we can liken to you denying Christ. I want to speak to you today. It's time for you to trust God for undeniable divine encounter especially the one that will lead to a radical life transformation. Glory be to Jesus. Paul, writing in the book of Romans chapter 8, lastly, and verse 35, he said, What shall separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus? What shall separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus? Shall tribulation, or distress, or COVID-19, or the death of a loved one, or disease, Or persecution. Or maybe you have been without means for a while right now. Maybe you are already out of a job right now. Is it famine? Or nakedness? Or peril? Or sword? Said as it is written. For your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us. He loved us so much, He gave His life for us. Nothing will separate us from the love of God as in Christ Jesus. So today I want to call all backsliders to come back home. Everyone that has been far away from God, it's time for you to trust God for an undeniable experience that will make your faith unshakable. That your trust becomes undeniable. Lift your hand to Jesus wherever you may be right now and just tell Him, Lord, I need a divine encounter this season. 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 Glory be to Jesus. Just wave your hands to him. Lift your voice in your home, wherever you may be right now. Let him know, Father, I want to experience the resurrection power. I want to experience the resurrection power. I want to experience the resurrection power. If you can't pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost right now. And just express your heart to him. Lift your hands to him. Let him know, Father, I'm open. My heart is open for the resurrection power. I want a new experience. I want fire on my prayer life. I want wisdom in a new dimension. I want unshakable and unshakable resolve to follow you. Give me encounters that are undeniable. The same way the, the disciples pledge their life because of what they are seen and taught. I want to be able to, if need be, pledge my life. I want to be able to, if need be, lay down my life. Lord, give me undeniable experiences, undeniable encounters this season. Thank you, everlasting Father. Father, we bless your name. We give you glory and we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you praise. Wave your hands to him, everyone, everywhere, just bless the name of Jesus and thank you and thank you. Quickly, I want to pray for anyone who may be saying, Pastor, I have a conviction in my heart that I need to come back to Jesus. I'm far away from God. Maybe you said a prayer to give your life to him before or maybe you've never said a prayer. Whatever category you belong, one commonality is that Jesus is waiting for you and he wants you to come back home. And I want to say a prayer with you. Wherever you may be, there's no distance in the spirit. I want you to put your hands on your heart and I want you to just say this prayer after me from a repentant heart, from a heart that is open to Jesus Christ. I want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. I cannot save myself. So today, I confess you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Forgive my sins. Cleanse me from every unrighteousness and give me a new beginning. I pledge my life to you. Have your way in my life. Thank you for accepting me the way I am. Can I say a prayer for you? Lord, I thank you for everyone making a decision right now. I ask that you come into their life, honor their heart of repentance, forgive their sins, pour out your Spirit upon them and fill them afresh with your hand of grace and favor. Thank you, everlasting Father, in the precious name of Jesus. For everyone who just said this prayer with me, can I ask that you go into our chat room or slide into our DM and let us know that you just make it, made a decision. You can also send us an email at info at elevationng.org. Uh, we will be able to reach out to you, send you some materials uh, um, that will help you to become uh, a sound believer and to continue to engage undeniable divine encounters. Glory be to Jesus. Uh, at this time, we uh, will continue in the service as we take A very special song and i'm going to come back to lead us as we partake of the communion so i want to encourage you to put the communion materials together whether it's bread wafer biscuit uh, water juice you know whatever you have at home you know wine whatever you have at home please put it together at this time Uh, i'm going to be back after this song uh, to lead us in prayer as we partake of the communion and to speak a blessing over everyone so I'd like to invite our sister, Sister Chilma, as she leads us in the song In Christ Alone. Please maintain our attitude of worship as we take this song. let's celebrate your for that powerful powerful rendition in Christ alone I stand I want to say after me today say I'm standing on the rock that can never fail Jesus Christ is our rock our shield our buckler our sitting great reward and in this season I enjoy unusual divine encounters that will create stability in my life in the name of Jesus I declare that by the blood of the Lamb, evil has passed over me and there's restoration in my life in the precious name of Jesus. Everything that I may have lost this season, God is replacing for me hundredfold in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you believe that, put your hands together and celebrate Jesus, celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to partake of the communion and I want you to Uh, please put the communion materials uh, together right now as I speak a blessing over uh, the sacraments and we all partake of it in our homes. Uh, I believe that the power of Jesus Christ is coming upon you as you partake of the communion today in the precious name of Jesus. Our Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have today to celebrate your death and your resurrection. You died so that we can live you said that you have given us life and an abundance of it we thank you for abundance of life we thank you for your greatness the greatness of your power that is a manifestation in our world today your word says darkness shall cover the earth cross darkness the people but our god will give us life we thank you and we celebrate the life and the life that you have given as we partake of your body and your blood today let your life search through us in a new dimension. Let it search through every home, everyone's life, old and young. Let it search through every marriage. Let it search through our bodies for healing. As we partake of this table today, we declare supernatural healing, healing of the organs of our bodies in the name of Jesus. Growths disappear in the name of Jesus. Medical reports turned around in the name of Jesus. Every story of bitterness, of separation in homes, we decree today as we celebrate your death and your resurrection, we declare that our marriages are resurrected, that love is resurrecting, joy is resurrecting, that our peace is renewed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you lord we declare that this is your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us we speak the same grace over everything set before everyone in different homes and the places where people are meeting right now as we partake of your body and your blood let your light shine upon us let the heavens open upon us afresh bless everything that is set before everyone we declare that they are now set apart as sacraments For the remembrance of the covenant endeavor of your death and resurrection. We thank you and we praise you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Lift your hands to Jesus and just bless him and appreciate him.